Your stories don't define you. How you tell them will. Hi, I'm Sarah Elkins, your host and chief storymaker of Elkins Consulting. Many of my clients reach out to me because they're in transition. Their children are hitting milestone ages. They want more from their work. They're hitting a big number birthday. And they want to develop clarity about their natural strengths, what their next adventure might look like. In this series, you'll hear me ask my guests questions to dig deeply into the stories that shaped their lives, stories that uncover patterns and may unveil insights into dissatisfaction and also where their strengths lie and where they found and continue to find joy. This podcast's intention is to have listeners think of their own related stories and how they tell them, discovering the internal messages that are limiting their success and discovering how to shift their stories so they become positive life lessons to move them forward. If you're curious about what it would be like to work with me, visit elkinsconsulting.com and schedule a one-time 90-minute StrengthsFinder session. Episode 215, Not What You Expected. Your most insightful, inspiring stories come from unexpected situations. I read an article more than 10 years ago that I still think about sometimes. That's sticky, right? I wish I could remember who wrote it and where exactly I saw it, but I can't. So I can't credit the writer for this incredible insight. The article was about a woman who knew since she was a child that she wanted to have a baby someday. From early in her life, she read books about pregnancy, parenting, about nursing, labor, delivery, human and child development, anything she could get her hands on. Finding a partner was more difficult than she thought it would be. Her dream of having a baby was far stronger than her dream of the other parent that would make it happen. But eventually, she met and married a man who shared her dream and adored her. They were both over 40. It's not surprising they had trouble conceiving. Statistically, it's harder for a first-time mom over the age of 35 to get pregnant And she and her husband were relieved and overjoyed when she was finally pregnant. The baby was born with Down syndrome. And for months after her delivery, she was extremely depressed. She struggled to imagine and face her future, which she knew would be very different from how she had imagined it. When she was finally able to address her disappointment and depression, she came up with this extraordinary analogy. Imagine you dreamed of going to Paris. Your entire life was wrapped up in this vision of going on a trip to Paris and exploring the city. Throughout your childhood, you were fascinated and obsessed with all things French. You took classes to learn to speak the language. You purchased books about the history. You watched any movie with scenes filmed in Paris. It was your ultimate dream, and it took many years to make the plans and you finally bought your ticket. Now you're on the plane, and you can hardly sit still with the excitement and anticipation. Eventually, you fall asleep dreaming of the Eiffel Tower. You feel the plane jolt as it lands. It wakes you. And in a strange accent, you hear from the cockpit, Welcome to Hong Kong. Wait, what? What would be your response? Denial at first, probably. No, it's a joke, not a funny joke. It's a practical joke, right? Any minute now, I'll hear announcements coming out in French. 
then maybe you'd get angry. What? That's not possible. I know I got on the right plane. Someone is going to get fired for this. What the hell is going on around here? I can't be in Hong Kong. I know nothing about this city and its language and food. There are so many shifts your brain would make in an instant. But if you allow yourself to grieve for a while and then choose to change your perspective, you'll eventually come to a realization that, yes, you're in Hong Kong now, not Paris, and your trip to Paris is no longer in the cards. The question after that becomes, now that you're resigned to your reality, will you embrace it? Can you see the beauty in this new and different dream? As I work with organizations and individuals to tell their stories, to help them figure out the meaning behind how they tell them and why, this is a recurring theme. How do we find value in our stories, good and bad? And how do we make them beautiful, no matter how they started and ended? Even the most tragic story has room and potential for beauty, if your perspective allows for it. What stories do you want to share that you need to share, but you're concerned about sharing them because they seem too sad, too tragic, too self-absorbed or selfish? A few clients I've worked with were concerned that sharing certain personal stories sounded too much like bragging. They wanted to know how to talk about their accomplishments without turning people off. You can use the lessons of this analogy this beautiful story when you're ready to start sharing your personal stories of triumph and defeat. Start with the obstacle you faced and the reason you chose to take the next step. Share what your ultimate goal or dream was, what challenges you overcame, the wrong turns you had to recover from, the people who participated for better or for worse. Spend about 30% of your time setting up the story, describing the challenge, the sadness, the frustration. And then you describe the success, the results, how you finally arrived where you are now. Here's a critical component you cannot forget for any of these stories. You must include other characters in them. Mention the people who helped you in small and large ways by first name. Tell your audience about the person who tried to stop you and how you succeeded to spite them or in spite of them. But don't use those first names. No need for gossip or cruel personal insults. Stick with the observations of behavior. Next, think about what you want people to know about you, to think or to do when they've heard your story. Be intentional here. Are you sharing to entertain, to persuade, or for some other purpose? What inspiring personal stories can you share when you approach them in this way, finding beauty in every aspect of them? Thank you for listening to the Your Stories Don't Define You podcast. Are you facing transition right now? A big birthday coming up? Considering a major career change or retirement? Are you empty nesting or divorcing? If you're overwhelmed with millions of opportunities that seem to be opening in our global community and you're not sure where to start, 
but you want to explore and you need a guide. My recently launched Discovering Clarity course is available now for just $149. I highly recommend that you register with a friend or group of friends to keep each other accountable. You can message me for a discount for multiple registrations. My friend Trent said this to me a few years ago, hope is not a strategy. Instead of, I hope this year is better, say, this year will be better and then take steps to make it better. In my work, I call it planting seeds. Every day that my motivation drops or I'm feeling low energy, I ask myself which seeds I can plant right this minute to improve my future. I make myself choose two seeds, one to plant for future income and one to plant for the health of an important relationship. It's really amazing how much can change by simply taking small steps. But nothing changes if you say, I hope this year is better than last year, and then do nothing to make it happen. What seeds will you plant today? Visit elkinsconsulting.com forward slash discovering hyphen clarity to learn more about that course. I'm looking forward to seeing what plants and blossoms come from your experience. Thank you. Thank you.